Ruth, Day 2, The Beans, or The Background. Today's reading from the book of Ruth is simply the verse listed below. No additional reading today. Now, not all series work this way. However, this series is best done in sequential order, so if you haven't read Day 1, it might be helpful to you. Ruth has made the decision to follow her mother-in-law, Naomi, to a foreign land after both have become widows. The verse, Ruth chapter 1, verses 19 through 22. So the two women went on until they came to Bethlehem. When they arrived in Bethlehem, the whole town was stirred because of them. And the women exclaimed, Can this be Naomi? Don't call me Naomi, she told them. Call me Mara, because the Almighty has made my life very bitter. I went away full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi? The Lord has afflicted me. The Almighty has brought misfortune upon me. So Naomi returned from Moab, accompanied by Ruth the Moabite, her daughter-in-law, arriving in Bethlehem as the barley harvest was beginning. The steam. What does this mean to me and how can I apply it to my life today? I had an extremely early doctor's appointment this morning, and so our normal wake-up, get-ready-for-school routine was off, and a good bit earlier than my son JB is used to. Feeling mom and wife guilt for disrupting the morning routine, I woke JB up early and made a special exception to let him crawl into bed with my husband for a few minutes before they both needed to wake up. I made breakfast for JB and told him he could even watch cartoons and eat breakfast in our room so I wouldn't disrupt my husband's workout. I had the book bag, shoes, coat, lunchbox, water bottle, snack, literally everything ready. Side note, that I know he'd appreciate. Is my husband capable of stepping in and fully taking over all of this without any help from me? Absolutely, but as I said, mom guilt. So as I'm walking behind JB to our bedroom and balancing his clothes for school, his breakfast, his water cup, and his little medicine cup into the pitch black bedroom... My child decides it's too long of a walk to my side of the bed and decides to drop into the fetal position in the floor right in front of me, causing me to trip and fall. Thankfully, I caught myself in the food, not sure how, but it was the straw that broke this camel's back, and yes, it was only 6.30 in the morning. I snapped and threw hushed yells because my baby was still asleep in the next room. I managed to lecture JB on how ungrateful he was, on how I had done all this work to ensure he still had a good morning, even though I had to rush to the doctors and blah, 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 blah. Now late, frustrated beyond belief, I rushed through a quick shower and ran out into the dark morning. Like Naomi, in today's verse, when the receptionist greeted me a few minutes later, asking for my name, I, too, wanted to sigh with the dramatic flair of a Shakespearean um, actor. Call me Mara, for I started the morning with high expectations but lost my beep, and now I just know the Lord will afflict me. A bit over the top for a conversation with a stranger before sunrise, so no worries, I didn't actually say that, but the thoughts were certainly there. My mind was racing. What is wrong with me? I shouldn't get so upset. I shouldn't lose my temper. I should be thankful for my son and husband. God's certainly going to punish me and strip away everything I love and hold dear. Oh my gosh, what if the school bus crashes? What if my husband decides to leave me for, for being so crazy and not being able to hold it together? Now, even though you may be laughing, 
on some level, you can relate to my fearful spiral because sadly, we have this idea in our heads that God punishes in this way. Now, I'm not going to start the debate of theology between Old Testament God versus New Testament God or the Old Covenant versus the New Covenant and all the rules and laws that coincide. But what this author has been convicted of many times and witnessed in the lives of countless others is God doesn't work that way. As parents, we see wrong behavior and we inflict punishment to get a lesson across. While I slip up and struggle, like I did this morning, I honestly do not believe in my heart of hearts that God punishes. Now, are there natural consequences to our actions that aren't always fun? Yes. But was God going to strike my son and husband dead to make me pay for my sins? No. Of course, God doesn't want us to sin, but not because he's an evil dictator who loves to punish us but because he knows what's best for us. He knows that by losing my cool, I really started everyone's day on a bad note, not just my own. And he knew that I'd spend the rest of my morning feeling absolutely horrible, and he does not want that for me or my family. So what does God do then? The end of verse 22 would be so easy to overlook, but that is where God's heart lies. It says, as the barley harvest was beginning. Naomi and Ruth had no way of knowing it, but because the barley harvest was just beginning, God would be able to provide for both women's daily provisions and, are you ready for it? Change the course of human history. Because these women said yes and came to Bethlehem at this particular time, God was able to provide. He looked down at Naomi, who was struggling, and thinking he was afflicting her, and he shouted, Wait! I didn't punish you and cause your husband and sons to die because you did something wrong? That's a horrible byproduct of the world you live in. But, but, if you follow me, I can get you through this. Friend, he's looking at you today and saying, I see what you're going through. I know that sometimes you worry that you caused this, that the issues in your life are some form of punishment from me, but they're not. They may be natural consequences to your sin or someone else's sin, but pain is not my plan for you. If you trust me, I can work through even this. I can help you through whatever it is you're facing and work it for your good. You just have to trust me. And friends, you are about to be blown away with what God is able to do when Naomi and Ruth trust. And as we read their story this week, may you learn to trust so that you can also be blown away by what God is able to do in your life as well.